Hello, hello, and welcome to the Witch Out Podcast, episode number four. And I am your host. <laughs> Keep that in there, minute. Keep that in there. That's Nicole Evans, and I am Sophie James. We're going to keep rolling because that was brilliant. <laughs> we hope you've had a great week. It's been a long one for us, hasn't it, Nick? It has indeed, hence why I'm uh, falling over my words a little bit today. <laughs> we had uh, Premier Graham last week, and uh, the last week I think we've survived off maybe it's about 24 hours sleep across the full, the full week, so we're running on fumes right now, but <sighs> here we are, as promised. To be fair, we were going to record this a few days ago, but Nick had lost the voice, so <laughs> it would have been the Sophie show, and no one wants that, so we're here today. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? I was literally talking on Premier Groom for like 10 hours straight. I ran out of things to say towards the end and I just thought, you know what? <laughs> just entertain yourselves for a bit. I've had enough. I'm, I'm going to go for my carrot sticks and hummus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not reaching for uh, carrot sticks and hummus. I'm definitely going for the chocolate right now. I've got a wedding dress to fit into though, so I'll remember. Yeah, but you're a COVID bride. You've got time, love. You've got time. I've got time. Well, I've got. we're on the year countdown now, so... I definitely need them carrot sticks and hummus. I said to Ryan, we were talking about our wedding menu, and I said, by the time it comes round, I'm going to be eating all the food because I'll be starving. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Nick, haven't we got an announcement about your name that we need to say? Oh, God. Well, yes, but it's for very practical reasons, not for very romantic reasons. So we obviously were meant to be getting married this year, and we had, I was holding off on getting a lot of my um, bits and pieces all of my um, identification pieces changed because we were going to get married. And all of them have run out. We're remortgaging the house. So I've just took the plunge and changed my last name to Macpherson. So he better not pull out now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Everyone in my family keeps calling me Kino. Nikino. Nick, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eager beaver. By, by golly, you're keen. <laughs> I love that. So from next week, we'll introduce you as Nicole McPherson. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to use Evans still. I'm not. I, it's not going to be Facebook official until we're married. Right. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. We won't be using that next week. <laughs> and we, we all know that it's not true unless it's on Facebook. Yes, that is that is definitely true. I'm Rules sure of the modern world. Yeah, I think any post on Facebook is complete complete truth, isn't it? For sure. <laughs> Um, so the last week what we've been up to is hopefully everybody's watched Premier Groom if they haven't uh, the on that it was ran live on Sunday all day so you can still catch up on that on the Whippet page Premier Groom page and it's on the Groomer and if you're not on the Groomer why not because it is the group to be on right now we've literally have you seen how many people we've got on the Groomer now we're just on the 5,000 mark Amazing. So anyone who doesn't know, the Groomer is a Facebook group. So if you've got a Facebook, little search in the top uh, bar, the Groomer, and you will see our page. If you join it, it's run by the Wikimedia, um, but it's a real relaxed group where you can like start discussions in all different variations to help support you grooming and have a giggle too, which is what we're about. Um, so yeah, so join that. You have to just join it and we'll approve you because it's for groomers only. Um, 
so yeah so get on there and if you're on there because of this podcast when you when you go on there i dare you just to write whip it out that's all you need to write whip it out (laughs) most people on there will know what you're talking about anyway but after after we spoke to louisa last week we were discussing about how we would describe all of the grooming groups in the uk and we said that english groomers group takes no shit and the um, Diaries of a Dog Groomers laid back, Grouchy Groomers is like really just, you can just be who you want to be on there and all have all your lifestyle and your life laid out on a plate there and everyone just accepts <laughs> you. The groomer was described as multicultural, so we've literally got groomers from all around the world that comment and write regularly on there. So if anybody wants to be, you know, put their work up on there or look at people's work from all over the world, that is literally the place to be. We've got loads of people on there from Korea and Singapore, and there's some epic grooms. Have you seen them? There's some epic grooms that people post up on there. I just think, my God, like the it's just awesome. Like I think to actually be a community where we're like coming to know groomers around the entire world, it's just like really exciting to be able to learn from each other and kind of come together as one unit. Because one thing that um I definitely learned is I was doing um podcast or overseeing the podcast for groomers unlocked and talking to all different groomers from all around the world is amazing because literally when I, when I asked them about like the stories that they've encountered it was just very similar to ours so it's so cool that all different nationalities different cultures come together and they've got the same complaints about those stupid clients <laughs> and just you know what i received quite a few messages about you know after we did the podcast about um these awkward clients that groomers get I had a couple of people message me who also have other companies in the industry. And I know that you have talked to Taylor and we have Alpha, and I totally agree with this about how awkward some groomers can be. I know. Yeah. Like guys, you're not the easiest customer considering like you definitely um, complain a lot about how customers treat you, but just, just a little word of advice. Behave yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Practice what you preach, groomers. Practice what you preach. We did after some people heard that who also had who also had companies said that they wanted to comment in, but they weren't brave enough to go up against the groomers. (laughs) Well, we pulled them out now for for all of the um the what they called when you kind of help when you're oh Nick, I've lost the word when you're a supplier of the industry for all the suppliers out there. We're telling you, groomers, behave yourself. (laughs) we've got your back we have our own supply companies too so we know how it feels so yeah as sophie said just behave yourselves will you stop being a bunch of karens (laughs) (laughs) i i still feel sorry for the good karens out there they just they just didn't see this coming did they they didn't see it coming so last week we asked you guys to write in to us um and tell us about what you wish you knew back when you started as a groomer and we have got some great ones haven't we Nick? We have indeed um we had loads of people write in and message in to the whatsapp uh, group there we want to encourage all of you to use the whatsapp group we want voice notes and if you keep listening till the end we've got a bit of an incentive for you to start using these voice notes because we've got a bit of a prize giveaway but what we want to hear from you is your stories via voice notes so we can play you on our podcast because we'd love to hear somebody else's voice apart from mine and sophie's because we are sick of hearing our own voices so get involved and make sure if you've got a story to tell us voice note it into the whatsapp page and that number is sophie so yeah get you get i'm just gonna wait one second right all of you go get a piece of paper 
Something to jot this number down. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's 07520670797. That's 07520670797. I am loving doing this presenter voice. I definitely feel like I'm Holly Willoughby. I just do. Do you know, right, how I love how you were like, I'm going to wait for a second there to, so you can all go and get your pens and paper. Like, they can just pause the podcast so <laughs> Oh, yeah, they can. Oh, well. Oh, well, I gave you that bit of time. Right now. Go get a pen and paper. Come back. Okay, you should all be back. So this number is. That's how you should do it. No, we'll sit here and we'll just, we'll just wait for you. <laughs> wait for you, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you go and grab yourself a pen and paper. <laughs> okay, so should right. we read out some of these stories? Yeah, so shall I start next? So I've got one here from Mia Overness. I hope I've said your name right. And um, so you said, learn to say no. And I'll preach, sister. And um, I see all the posts from newbies. The dog is matted, but the owner doesn't want it shaved, dot, dot, dot. I was guilty of that as well. But I wish someone had said, no, you are the one deciding if it's going to be shaved or not. Not the owner's wish. Computer says no. Do you know, I think this is, it's one of the most common comments that we got when, when people were commenting on the thread for the groomer and the whippet, was that everyone is saying, learn to say no, set your boundaries, because it is easy for people to take the utter piss. Because yeah. If you let people take the piss, they will let, mm -hmm. they will take the piss. And I am, and you will hear loads and loads of groomers say this, whenever they're confronted with a situation on um, any of the groups, that... But, but I'm a soft touch. This is what I would do. But then again, I'm a soft touch. Yeah. And I'm a little bit of a soft touch as well because I'm a, I am like to please people and I'm a bit of a people pleaser. Whereas Ryan Lee, he's just like, uh-uh, from day one, he's like, dog's matted, getting shaved off, sorry, love, fluffy Fido is no more. <laughs> so true. So it's so it. true. But sometimes I think, like, I'm a happy medium. Like, I, I definitely at the start of my career did not say no enough but um I think you can say no and still be polite about it so I think there's a way that you can speak to your clients um but still be firm yeah and I think that resonates with what we said last week as well and somebody else popped um popped that in as well and said that your clients are not your friends we spoke about that quite a lot in the last uh, the last podcast. Is yeah, they are not your yeah. friends. So it's hard to hear that because I think a lot of people will will be saying, "Oh, I agree," but not Mrs. Smith down the road. We have coffee regularly, and she's such a lovely lady. She brings me Krispy Kremes. We're definitely friends. I'm telling you now, even your best clients are not your friends. Like that when push comes to shove, you are providing a service and. Like, I remember once my husband said to me, um, I really love one of my clients. I absolutely adore her. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I could, like, ask her for dinner or should we, should we go in? Because I love her. And she was, he was like, babe, you're the, you're the dog sitter and the dog groomer. You're not a friend, love. Mm -hmm. And it hurt because I love this woman. But it was true. If I died or the business went under, she'd find another groomer. Yeah. And um, yeah. Shall I tell you a really like I could I'd say a funny story. It's not a funny story, but it just it's per, it's a perfect story for this is that when I first started out and I used to be in the van and I used to groom this Bichon with this lady. 
let's call her Karen. <laughs> Get old Karen. So me and Karen, we every morning, I used to always go to her first in the day. She always used to invite me in. She'd always make me, she'd always have a cup of tea and a bacon sandwich waiting for me. She was always dead interested in anything that happened in my life. Her dog was a baby, yada, yada, yada. And I actually thought that me and Karen had a very, very good working relationship and that I wouldn't go as far as to class her as, as a friend, but I would class her as one of those clients that you would think they would never go elsewhere. They, they like me far too much. Were you going to um, ask her to be a bridesmaid? No, no, I wouldn't. Go <laughs> I'm not struggling for bridesmaids, love. <laughs> I'm still I haven't got my request yet. <laughs> so, Karen, so she even like bought me a dress one time. And like, yeah, she bought me, just, uh, Nicole, I saw this when I was out and I thought of you and I thought you'd really love it and bought me a dress. This is the type of person that she was. So anyway, she was, she's one of these people who organises, you know, the Bichon meetups. Oh, I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, she asked me on behalf of the business whether I would come along and, um, and meet a few people and hand out some leaflets. So I was like, yeah, yeah, of course I will. Anyway, I, a couple of years back, got really sick and... I'd had my diagnosis about three days before this um, this this Bichon meetup, which at the time was really I couldn't give a given a shit about. <laughs> so I, I ended up not going, and I said to her that I couldn't make it, and I made up some sort of excuse because I didn't want to tell her that I was sick or whatever. So I just made up some sort of excuses that I couldn't go, and she sacked me as a customer because uh, as a, a groomer because of it, and I ended up telling her the truth once she'd kicked off as much as she was because she said she felt really let down by me and I said look I'll be honest with you this is why this is why I couldn't come because I'm sick and she just basically said nevertheless whatever the reason you've let me down I'd like um I'd like you to take all of Charlie's appointments out of your book and she never ever spoke to me again wow that hurts customers are not friends repeat again we did this last week customers are not friends there we go there we go right so we've got a few more um right so um leslie um half and who was one of our amazing speakers at premier groom she says wear ppe especially a face mask i absolutely 100 percent believe my illness and health issues were caused through grooming and not wearing the correct ppe in the early days true I mean, it's it's like somebody else, and I know that, I actually think I'm reading this off your list, but someone else called Shirley Jones has put, look after your own physical health, good light and ventilation, e-defenders, anti-fatigue max stand on. It's a real physical job and ignoring aches and pains when you start, we'll catch up with you. And Sophie? 100%, it does. Like I, yeah, we really have. And like, the thing is, I started at 18 and I thought, let's face it, I thought I was invincible. Like I did not think, that it would catch up with me. I thought, yeah, I can push myself. I can do stupid amount of dogs a day, put myself under pressure and it would be fine because the next day I'd just get up and do it again. And But over the time, I'm a 29 year old in a 60 year old body. I'm not gonna lie. Like I don't look pretty under this stress. And if you looked at my bones and my aches and pains, my husband says I'm falling apart. Um, you know when he like, looks at me, you think it was our eight-year wedding anniversary yesterday. You think, oh, is he looking at me with love in his eyes? No, he's going, you've got a lot of grey love. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, I literally have looked back at my 20s and I 
yeah, I've definitely aged and put a lot of stress on my heart and my body. And I wonder whether I've, I wonder if my life expectancy has gone down. You know, I always wonder this, like the amount of stress that we yeah. put ourselves under. And I mean, you, you ha- you've had problems with your hands and your wrists due to grooming. Yeah. And my main issues has been with my back. Your back, yeah. Not bending, bending over all the time and bending over the bath. And my, my biggest thing with that was that I ignored my back ache thinking it was just back ache because I was bending over so much and I was working so much but it ended up being a herniated disc in my back that I'd made constantly worse by working on it and I ended up having to take four four months off work because of it it was not worth it and how many of you are out there going yeah but I sold you through it's fine I sold you through like who are you helping there you're just not helping anyone yeah you might not get behind on your clients because you're soldiering free but eventually you're going to get to a point where you're going to break and you need to stop so yeah I think we need to use that PPE and yeah and I feel like because of COVID we're going to wear face masks more now so we're probably going to look after our lungs a lot better and because groomer's lung is the thing um for sure um yeah so I definitely think that's a good good way about it yeah Back braces, learning how to lift properly, mm-hmm. making sure that you do your, your exercises with your hands. There's, yeah. there's, there's them balls that you can get now, isn't it, to strengthen up your hands? Yeah. Have you seen I'm, Yeah, and I'm trialling out a product at the moment, which is like, like I, I don't know how many of you, but I've cried over my hands and how much they saw. And I'm trying out a product at the moment, and I'll tell you guys about it if it is good. Um, but it's like ultrasound for your hands and it kind or anywhere on your body to stop the pain and literally after the first treatment it really did work and I just burst into tears because I never thought I'd ever be able to get to a day where my hands wouldn't ache the way they do and the fact that there's a potential way of doing that out there was amazing for me but what I really wish is I could go back in time and stop myself working that hard because to have arthritis in your hands already is just not ideal is it and a lot of people, Nick, go, sorry to go on, but a lot of people go into this career at the end, like, or later on in life. I'm going to say at the ends of their lives. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm so sorry. I did not mean that. But people like, a, at the ends of their lives, I mean, I just don't know how you guys do but it. There's a lot of people that have done their career in the business, business world, whatever they're doing in, in the town, whatever. And then they go, oh, I'm going to take it easy now and groom dogs. I'm sure they get a quick, harsh reality check that actually it is hard work. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, and it's it's one of them things as well. When you very first start grooming, it's great because you you everything works. It's only maybe after two or three years, and I felt like after the three year mark, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like my my wrists hurt, my hands hurt, my back hurt, my feet hurt. I started getting headaches. And I think that was just all of the Karens, so just, yeah, just happy yourselves. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to read one now. Yeah. Okay, so somebody called Cheryl Humphreys has said, and this is again going back to the friend one, no one is loyal. They're loyal to their need of you, and once that need changes, then so does their loyalty. Absolutely, 100%. So the next one that I've got is from Sarah Jane and her bit of advice to herself was go to as many seminars as possible. That's a good one. Like I spoke about this last week, but about not being aware of this 
other big world of the grooming industry that is out there. And I think actually seminars or webinars, whichever way you do it, are an amazing thing to keep learning and keep doing and and just learning little tricks. Even if you take one thing away from each seminar you go to that will help you in your day-to-day grooming, I think it's invaluable. Yeah. I mean, I've attended loads of seminars and not only do you pick up loads of stuff, and obviously webinars seem to be the more way to go at the minute with the whole COVID thing and the digital era and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but even when you are in a webinar room, there's lots of other people there that you can chat to at the mm. same time. And it's like yeah. new people, getting education and having that one-on-one with that speaker where you can ask that question directly is sometimes absolutely like you, you can't find them answers in a textbook if you've got a very specific question to ask somebody about a very specific dog that somebody with loads and loads of experience can literally answer for you within 30 seconds yeah so, i think just not being alone and feeling you've got like community is really important like i think people are liking about this podcast is that they're not alone and it's hilarious to think oh my gosh that's exactly how i think oh that's what i wish i did and it's really good to kind of come together and have that realization like yeah. for sure I keep saying for show, for show. For show. <laughs> right, so I've got, oh, sorry. You are right for me to go for it? Yeah, I just said you'll go. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> right, so Lucy Fulford has said, that don't underprice yourself. And you should have picked a hydro bath, not settled with a rubbish electric shower. Do you know, there's the big hydro bath debate, isn't there? Yeah. Do you like a hydro bath? Um, so I used to use electric showers uh, for about six years of our career. Then we changed changed over to hydro baths, and it was like all revolutionary, um, and I loved it. But now we actually have a bathing system from America, um, and it like kind of dilutes your shampoo as you wash, and it's got really good pressure. And actually, I prefer that than a hydro bath. Um, it's just a lot easier with. A lot of staff using shampoo because it dilutes it to the right rate and make sure that you're getting the right um dilution and the the price you can make sure you're costing out things properly because you can see it's it's automatically measuring things out for you so i prefer that now um however i'm not gonna lie because i don't groom as much anymore since this system has been put in place i haven't used it much myself um so when i go in i literally feel like such a numpty because i'm like girls how does this work (laughs) (laughs) and they have to like do it and i'm just like i'm just useless i like and also I used to groom the way I groomed was I always had all my dogs prep for me. So now I think I'm crap at prepping because I'm out of practice. I can do it. Of course I can do it and I can do it well, but it does take me a lot longer than my good preppers because I just don't do it half as much. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's keeping your hand in, isn't it? Not having, I remember coming back like the first week we came back after lockdown and I was literally, I picked up a pair of scissors and I was like, what for this use? Yeah. <laughs> do to do this? <laughs> I just I was just like no no clue absolutely no like I've just thought right <laughs> we're just but gonna what? have to start from scratch here. I love doing it though because the other day I went in and did a cat for the girls because my sister wasn't very well so I took over the cat and it was so therapeutic to just groom, listen to music and not, not think. Podcasts. 
yeah yeah old podcast little drop but just to just to really re- it was quite therapeutic just doing something especially because it was just like a comb out on a cat it wasn't you didn't really have to think much at all but when you're at a point in your career and a lot of newbies might be feeling at the moment that they have to constantly think what shape are they doing how are they doing it how are they using their scissors how are they using all their equipment eventually you'll get to the point where it clicks and it's like driving you don't have to think clutch accelerator brake gear stick it just you relax and that's what I kind of miss about grooming because I'm not in it as much anymore actually just forgetting about everything listening to some music and just enjoying grooming yeah yeah that's it it's stop saying music people need to listen to the podcast sorry how, guys. How, many, how many of you are listening to the podcast while you're grooming right now what are you grooming are you grooming a pom bum are you cutting a cocker spaniel's feet could you be bathing a setter or are you wrestling that aggressive shih tzu? <laughs> Please send us a picture to our WhatsApp number, which is 07520670097 of what you're doing right now. We want to know. <laughs> so I've had a, a message from Emma Darlington who said, never trust a fart. It normally ends in a poo explosion. All of that nice tunic you just got and had to finish your shift wearing crop top and an apron. <laughs> brilliant that is so true yeah yeah oh those so, diarrhea explosions are never nice to deal with are they the shepherds the shepherds it's always the german yeah shepherds. yeah you're right you are right yeah. so it's one of those situations isn't it and i don't know if about you but sometimes there would just be a real poo day and it would be like once one started that's it they're all going for it and it's just like what is my life what is my life I know. Do you know what? I, I like this is this is a controversial one, but I would much rather a poo day than a wee day. Yeah. You know, when you get... Okay. I'm gonna give you what would you rather? Okay, okay. you ready? Sure. What would you rather? Anal glands mm-hmm. on your face mm-hmm. or poo in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Anal glands on my face. Yeah, okay. Should we do another one? Yeah. Right. We all down your trousers with no change of clothes mm-hmm. and you go into the pub after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or poo in your hair and not being able to wash it. Okay. So here's a very vital, um, this will be a little breaker. So the wig that's on me, okay, is it ball piss? Because that, like, you know when dogs have balls, right, and ball piss is the worst smelling type of piss that can ever come out of a dog. Like, or even the piss. semen smell, the semen smell. <laughs> How much semen do you get in your cellars? <laughs> oh, you know those cockers that have got that big, thick hair going around their... Oh, and then it's adding extra crusty. services to our <laughs> oh disgusting disgusting it is but if okay i would rather have poo in my hair unless it was normal piss if it's ball piss testicle piss <laughs> it's from a, a dog that has testicles then no that is a total deal break i'd definitely rather have poo in my hair than that you know what the worst way is cat wee is it? I don't, I'm allergic oh. to cats. I don't, I don't go on. And cat wee, when they do it, so they do it quite regularly when you're grooming them. And I normally have someone sitting on the side with someone um, kind of holding the cat. Um, and I'm like combing it out while they're holding. And there's this moment where I go, legs apart, because the wee's going. And they have to quickly 
put their legs apart just so the wee hits the floor, not them. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> we don't we don't do cats. Thank thank the Lord for that. But no, They're great I, money. I great would rather money. clean up poo any day over wee in the salon. It just do you know like once one boy pisses ball piss up a section of your salon. That's all it. Of them do it, and we've got this setter that comes in called Spidey. And every time Spidey comes in, we've literally got to get him in and get a, like a belly strap on him straight away. Otherwise, he'll he will just drag you over to every spot and piss over it, and then piss over it again. Like he's just uh. the worst for ball piss. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on. So we've had Julie Harris said, um, "Get your bloody prep right." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Sarah Lydon who was one of the lovely judges this weekend at Premier Groomer said, and with this one I think is really, really important. So she said, be confident in your advice and your pricing. Yeah. I think with the whole, the prep, sorry, Nick, the whole prep situation is I think when you're a prepper and not a groomer, you don't quite understand why it's so important. And a lot of our girls, because we used to do apprenticeships a lot, they'll do assisting for quite a long time. And then they would change over to being a groomer and they'd be like, oh, this is why. And they kind of just click and get it. And I think sometimes it'd be good to teach your preppers actually and show them this is why it's so important. This is a leg you've combed out badly. Can you see I can't cut it? Mm. Um, I think it kind of helps them to understand why. Um, so it's definitely not something that's easy. And I think lots of people think it's just chucking a dog in a bath and giving it a quick blow dry, but it's not as simple, is it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Have you got any more? Yeah, so I've got Cara Tucker. She says, don't be pressured into doing dogs you don't want to by the owners. If you don't feel confident in doing it, tell them. Absolutely. That's a bit of a hard one, Nick. How do you feel that you would lag it, or do you think you would be confident enough and drop your pride and actually say, "I'm not comfortable doing that breed"? Never. I, I, the way that I learn is I've always thrown myself in at the deep end. And I, for example, had when I was sort of maybe a year in, I had my first Scotty come in. And I remember being so nervous about doing this Scotty that was in, it was in like, it wanted a breed standard trim. And I just said, look, I've never done one before, but if you're happy for me to have a go, then take it or leave it, love. <laughs> so, and I remember, I don't know whether you remember this, but can you remember Animology used to do Groomer of the Month? No. Well, um, there'll be a few listeners out there who found that you used to have to take a picture of your groom, a before and after, and then send it into Animology, and they would put it up on their Facebook page, and people would vote for the groomer of the month on there. And Maybe we should do that with the groomer. 100%. And yeah. one would win a, a five litre bottle of Animology shampoo. And I was still grooming out of my mum. Do you know what? I don't even think I was even grooming for a year because I'm still grooming out of my mum's next garage. But I had this massive transformation on this Scotty. And I was literally with my head in notes of the groomer's table, notes from the grooming table, and doing this Scotty exactly how it said. And I second <laughs> out of four. Uh, I was just like, yay, yay me. That's how, that's how I learn is just throwing myself in the deep end. But just being honest to your client as well that, we want to breed standard trim, but just so you know, I've never done this before, but I really, I want to learn. And, you know, maybe if you even give them a discount, if you feel that you aren't that confident in doing it, because that's the way you learn. You're never going to learn if you just avoid 
only if you want to do it like if, if you really don't want to do it don't give them a discount and just charge them properly i mean i don't know what that the person who wrote in means whether when you don't want to do a dog for example if it's aggressive or yeah screams or barks all the time or what for whatever reason but i think that if you do want to further yourself and you know you're not or you've got an, an owner who is really precious over their dog then I think you should always give breeds a go as long as you're comfortable and as long as the owner's comfortable because that is exactly how you learn is throwing yourself at the deep end and just and getting stuck in. That's what about as well, which will lead us on to next week quite nicely, is one to say no about customer requests. Now, I've had some crazy customer requests over the time. Um, I was telling you, Nick, about one that was um, a chihuahua, a long-haired chihuahua, and she wanted it groomed like a human. So um, this meant that I had to literally ten, ten it all over, apart from where a human had hair. So I had to ask her, so what kind of, do you want a bob? So I did a bob with a fringe. And I literally said to her, so do you want hair any groin and armpits or not? Because I definitely have hair. <laughs> it's like, well, sometimes I don't. COVID I do, because I can't get to my wax lady, but that's another story. <laughs> definitely cannot wax while social distancing <laughs> oh. <laughs> so guys we want to know about your weird customer requests like nick have you got any to share well if you if you listen to last week's podcast when we were talking about the shire horse pony yes yes thought there was a yorkie that i was asked to groom yeah like a shire horse pony yeah but also this this one's my weirdest one and this was a, a fair few years ago now but it was a labradoodle and they asked me to make it look like a ninja turtle not yes, creative grooming but they wanted like the equivalent of a shell so they didn't what they said was we don't we want all of the legs shaven as short as you possibly can we want the face shaving off, the head shaving off, but we want to leave like an oval all the way around the back. Think <laughs> Ninja Turtle, that's what they said. <laughs> so I had to leave like a shell on the back and everything else was shaved off. It looked absolutely... Have you got a photo? So I have somewhere, yeah. Right, you've got to fish it out. I want to see it. it and we... Years ago. We want to see your photos, okay? We want to see your customer request photos. We want to hear your customer request in a voice note to us. And we want that sent to us on our WhatsApp number, <coughs> which is 07520670797. And as we said at the beginning there, we want to encourage your voice notes. So we want to know weird customer requests, what have you been asked to do? Um, we want you to voice note that was in the, um, the number that Sophie just provided to you there. And here's an incentive for you. We're going to offer a prize to the best voice note. So um, there's no great competition. Me and Sophie are just going to be the judge. We're going to judge who's going to win by how funny your story is or how weird the request is. And whoever wins it will win a blade care pack from Alpha Blade Sharpening. So you will win a blade magic pot. You'll win a Mac. You'll win the spray and a brush. So you'll get the full blade care pack worth 50 big smackaroonies. So make wow. sure you get your voice notes in. Um, and we want to hear all about them. So make sure that you tell us your funniest ones to be with a chance to win. And we will be playing your voice notes on the show next week. And what else is happening next week, Sophie James? Well, before you move on, I also want you to end your voice note with a whip it out. Whip it out. All right? End that. Um, and it yes, sounds a little bit like this. Hi, Sophie Nicole. Uh, so I had a really weird customer request. Um, my customer wanted me to make 
the dog looked like Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. I thought it was really funny. The dog looked shit. So, yeah, that's the story. Whip it out. <laughs> Were you pretending to be a Karen? <laughs> no, no, I was pretending to be Sophie James. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. White. Um, white. <laughs> so, next week we will be on and we are going to have a mystery guest. So, this mystery guest is not from our country and um, we'll leave you working out who it is, but she's from the Bronx. So that is a little tip of who it's going to be. So keep an ear out and come and join us next week. I love her accent. Yeah, I do. So she's like, you want coffee, dwarf face? I love it. Bronx accent. So next week, we're going to get her to speak our language or language. (laughs) (laughs) We're both English, so. Yeah, going to get her to speak uh, English accent and she's going to speak the, no, the other way. She's going to speak English. We're going to speak English. English. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get her to sound like us and we're going to sound like her at the end. Well, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate your time. It's amazing the amount of figures and how many of you are listening. Um, so we hope you're still enjoying it. If you've got any requests, also send them through. And just for the last time, our WhatsApp number is 07520 670797. Whip it out. out.